Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Soundbites International Radio, where Black Consciousness is the claim, one world is the aim, aim. all day, every day, um, bringing you the conversations <laughs> necessary to our uh, advancement in, ad, 
advancement, advancement? <laughs> um, That's it. Uh, personal you know community collective Elev- growth elevation every single day um conversations and topics to impact us that we care about a lot yeah our children to edify and fortify okay you know Peace and just not even our, not even just our children but uh, our elders and our currents as well because you know everybody's breaking free and breaking through and learning something new about themselves so and our people so and yes. you know what better time of year for us to have these conversations than kwanzaa it is kwanzaa Ashe, um, yes. right. that's right. Abarigani, what's the news? So we say, Abarigani, what's the news? What's the good news? What's the good word? How you doing? Good you get out. The principle of the day, which is the Umoja. today is Umoja, which is unity. Um, and we want you know, just to backtrack just to look a little bit at it. Ashe, peace and blessings, Sister Queen Regina. Thank you for joining. Um, oh, we have Pat Lang and we. Oh, <laughs> got that itch. <laughs> Listen, we're going to make it through the day. First of all, yeah. my allergies is bananas. Look, she, she I've been sneezing, sneezing since I got your face, so let's get ready. The sneeze, listen, work with me, the nose I drip, post-nasal drip. He got the itchy pats. <laughs> it's going it's down. It's like skibby pats. I mean, the skibby pats. He got the itchy pats. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Kwanzaa. Us, and it's so, real for real. understand, Kwanzaa is the... um. We're celebrating these 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 tenets, these principles that um, ideally we would move through the world as an African community, as a people, especially as African Americans, looking at our plight in America, um, and upholding uh, these seven tenets as a way to not only just celebrate just for these seven days, which is how long it lasts, um, but just every day, you know, our everyday life, living in those principles as as a guide to how we can be better to uh, ourselves. Better to our fellow, you know, community members, and better, and just better in general within the world, um, and cultivate that energy, and, and that's within the principles. Then Guzo Saba, which means seven principles, Saba means seven, um, is uh, what set the groundwork and the foundation of Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. which is uh, we have Umoja, which is um, and each, each day has a different name and a different principle. Mm-hmm. So Umoja is today is the first day, and that means um, unity. Um, and then we follow up with Kuji Chagulia, um, which is called self-determination, um, how we identify ourselves and name ourselves and what have you, take the ownership of that. Uh, Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility, um, you know, we, we're taking on the, 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 the work that's necessary within our communities to you know, have our brothers and our sisters, be, be the keepers of our brothers and sisters, um, make their, their problems our own and we help solve them together. Um, collective energy, right? And then you have Ujama, which is cooperative economics, which is how you know we support each other um, <coughs> our economic standing and black economic economics. growth. That's black our economics. black economics, um, baby. And that can look like a lot of ways in this modern right. times, which means you know um, right. supporting black businesses just a base level, mm-hmm. short conversation, <coughs> and, then, and, then, and then vice versa, reciprocity right. in that, um, which which ignites the idea of the barter system of the village of the collective um, yeah. work. You know that that you know takes that tends to take place where you know like. It's not something as currency or paper money that didn't exist in, back in those times. What, is, what, did, what did exist was this idea of well, like, collaboration and unity and referral right. and word of mouth. Right. So what did exist was this idea of like the carpenter right. and help you build your home and the, the chef that, that home the chef can provide the food things like that. What 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 talent do you what skills do you have add value. to add value to what we're doing? Right. And that was the exchange. That was the transaction. Right. Right. Um, so that's Ujama. And then um, after Ujama, we, what we have is um, is that Nia, um, 
Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Which a is purpose. purpose. Um, and you know what, what? What is our purpose here in the, in the space? Of, you know, of us living. How, how do we live in that? How do we define mm-hmm. that? Um, and and push forth in our purpose in this world. Um, and and create a space um, for us to live better um, because we said so, right? Um, and, and from purpose, we have kuumba, which is creativity. Um, how do we? How do we? Create and use our talents and, and our skills. And how do we create um, a unique, the most unique ways that we can, you know, designated to us and our spirit and our spiritual creation um, that can help lead the world better than we found it and lead the world, lead the, the nation, the community, the village in excellence um, at every turn. And then the lastly, the last day, which is uh, Imani, which is faith, um, having faith in our people, having faith in our community, having faith in our, our, our you know. You know what we may own as our religions, or what you know, our, our faith in ourselves um, to do what's necessary for for our our, our uh, faith forward, in our effort, forward and faith in our abilities, yes. and faith in our ancestors, faith mm-hmm. in our track, faith in our divine ability, mm-hmm. faith in our in trust mm-hmm. in our um, in the unknowns, because we know that if we have a moja, our unity, we can lean into each other. So those were your bookends, mm-hmm. your unity and faith. Your bookends for the seven principles are your unity and mm-hmm. your ending with your faith. Mm-hmm. And everything in the middle are the dots in between, all powerful and impactful principles. However, the bookend is the point. Mm-hmm. The point is the unity and the faith. Faith speaks to your spirituality, your divine commitment, yes. your unadulterated, unwavering commitment, loyalty, no matter what, no matter who said mm-hmm. what, no matter the circumstances, even when you can't see a way, regardless to what, I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to go in faith. I share it. Yes, Because the principles are lined up in such a way that they all feed into each other. Mm-hmm. And it's cyclical, you know what I mean? And um, looking at how the principles are, are laid out for, mm-hmm. you know, we have the candles, we have the canara, um, which has the, the seven candles. Um, Traditionally, you light those, of course, each day on Kwanzaa. Um, mm-hmm. The center candle being the black candle, the, the lone black candle, mm-hmm. which is black as representative of, of the people, of us, um, in our current stance. And that starts with the moja. You, so that's the candle you light first. And then you alternate back and forth each day as there's red candles to the left, there's green candles to the right. Um, red, and within you know Pan-Africanism, understanding red meaning the struggle of the people, the blood of the people. Um, and then green meaning the forward movement, the land, the, the, the hope for the future um, that lies ahead for, for us. So, um, you know, so we light the candles back and forth within each day um, that lie within those, within those particular uh, candles. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, so it, it, within, within the principles of Kwanzaa lies an opportunity for us to really look and engage um, ourselves. How are we living in each of these principles? And really look, understanding how they line up, how they're, they're a step-by-step process to a betterment of your humanity, um, a betterment of how we see ourselves, self-love, and in turn, when we see ourselves, we see others, you know, especially within the black community. Because we've come into a space now where, like, you know, we've had ideas of, you know, the, the this, you know, instance of self-hate, and, like, that's still a thing, that self-hate and colorism, and all these things that we've adopted that's left us, you know, divided within the black American experience and consciousness. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, by virtue of accepting um, white center consciousness, white supremacist consciousness um, into our communities, and in turn have ultimately divided us in such a sense. Right. Um, within integration and with you know all these different facets of just 
uh, finding it easier to sit in the house um, because you know the house has made it seem like there's nothing else available other than the house. But you can't access everything; it's limited access. Ah, so that's the key, which right is key, there. right? You can sit in the house, but you can't touch anything. Don't touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. You can sit here though in this house. Keep your hands from your that's, your, that's your access right there. Um, we probably feed you, maybe, but um, <laughs> you won't get the place that we get. That's the house we're living in, um, under a white, white supremacist, um, oppressive system that we've lived under for so long. So, the idea in accepting the the teaching, the principles of Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. um, is to break free of that. Is to is to is in a very, you know, it's 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 not this grandiose scheme per se. It's a very if you think about it, it's very simplistic terms of just how to be within the world. How do you how do you self-identify every day? How do you how do you identify yourself as do you identify as African? Do you identify as black? Do you identify as African American? Do you identify as Pan African? Whatever it is, like how do you identify within the within the reflection of the, the African American experience or a, a diasporic experience? Is it just, you know, are you clear where you stand as African American, as a black person in America having American experience? And also looking out at the global lens. Right, Af- Africa. I don't know that we know much about the global lens. What right. do we know as a collective about the global lens? We know as much based off of what well, they tell the us system has told us, and how you know. you know the babies are all sickly, and right. how AIDS is rem- rummaging through certain parts of, right. and there's so so much civil unrest, and mm-hmm. you know there are groups of radicals running around with semi-automatic weapons with right. no clothes on half of them, but they got semi-automatic right. weapons and stuff. Right, and. You know, so, and then some of us have visited the continent, some of us have been to some of the tourism areas um, as they're generating this new found <clears throat> interest in people trying to go back to the countryside. How does it affect us once we go to the countryside? What do we bring back? How do we then implement? Um, and what do, like, what is our conversation with, with the, what we learn from that experience? You know, do we know that we should be involved in the politics of Africa? Right. Do we know that we should have some and in say? What way? Um, how do we take our position in the landscape of what's being created and how who's visiting Africa and what they're doing over there up in my house and what they want and who invited you up in my house? See, do we Research. know that? So when we say things like, so when some of our African community, our family members say things like, I am African, I ain't never seen Africa, I'm American, I ain't never leaving America, I was born here, I got stock in this country, like, and even worse first part, of the all, ones like, like, I'm thank God for slavery. That's, 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 that's some, something, that's, that's something. something. <laughs> yeah, something that is something, okay, because when we understand the mechanism of white-centered consciousness, you know, I don't go into white, white, um, white devil. I don't get into yeah, yeah. Um, hate white people. I don't get into that because I'm not talking about man on man white people. And our people have not yet uh, evolved in an emotional state to be able to interact on a one on one level with white people and still be able to hold their own. Right. We have yet to evolve there because some of us are just now recently visiting the continent. Some of us are just wearing our natural clothes. Some of us are just wearing our natural hair. Mm, which is big. Like, we're just engaging in this space, which is fine, but I don't want to put you under pressure. I want to set you up to win. Right. That's like ba- that's like a baby in a new experience. That's like yeah. telling a baby, go get a job now. Welcome I want to set you up to win. So that's kind of where we, you know. So we don't deal with it from yeah. a man-on-man combat. Right. And also, 
what the largest landscape of information is that know that half of the white folks that are on the ground, they don't know what the hell is going on either. Like, they're being played too. Right. So, we're not having it be a man-on-man con- conversation. We're having it be white-centered consciousness as a system of intricately woven matrix of circumstances mm-hmm. that impact the quality of life that you get to have <coughs> on this living, walking, and breathing experience. <coughs> right. So, this is how it shows up from our perspective. Right. So, when we say the matrix and how it works, when it comes to you saying that you're not African... Um, and they've woven this into your consciousness and made you want to envy having access to this land. First of all, this land was stolen from your cousins who already were on this land. Right. They, they were killed. So why do you want to grant you? Okay, so you work. You didn't work. Our ancestors worked, and our ancestors' blood is in this soil. But our ancestors' blood is all over this country, right. all over the world, all up and through the oceans, <clears throat> all up and through the mountains. Our ancestors are everywhere. So. Why wouldn't you want access to what's happening on your continent, your home continent? As long as you believe that you're black, black doesn't belong, and nobody else is re- is rele- relegate themselves this way. Black doesn't belong to nobody. Nobody coming to check for nobody black, and don't nobody care about black because black has already been designated with a narrative and a profile that suits black based on white sense consciousness. So when you have that conversation, be your conversation, nobody comes when police shoot at you. If police shot at a Bangladeshi or a Chinese person or a Japanese person or a Korean person, that would happen once. Maybe it was an accident. That might happen twice. Maybe that was an accident. But if that happens three times, it will probably be an international incident. Mm-hmm. Because somebody is coming for them people. Not because it's really about that one particular person, but because when you speak into one of us, you speak into all of us. Mm-hmm. So if you saying that you did, you don't value our lives, and you killing our people out here on the street, you saying that to all of us, and we and, and Koreans and all of these other people have made themselves intricately woven into this American experience. They found spaces for themselves. Africans keep fighting, knocking on doors, trying to ask other people to let them in their house, and we haven't really made a space for ourselves other than hopping bob, tap dancing, the court jester, um. The the, 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 the the what do you call the leagues? You know who got the biggest brawn? Who got the biggest Mandingo warrior to fight? We gonna bet? What what is it? The Bucks? Bucks. The Bucks. Bucks. Breaking and all that. Right. Yeah. So like us taking ownership of our heritage just segues us into this conversation about right. where we, did it come from? Okay, so Melinda Moringa, uh, Melinda Coringa, he created this philosophy. I didn't learn about Kwanzaa. And learn about him. When I learned about Kwanzaa, I learned about Kwanzaa separate and apart from the person. From a being, period. So it just manifests. From, from a person. Because I, le- I learned about it, not to, not to cut you across, I'm just really mm-hmm. quick. I was like, I learned about it back in, in school okay. from the black teachers that actually gave a fuck yes, to tell me. Yes, right. Um, me, I mean, personally, but the class. But I learned about that back <laughs> when I was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, um, I've said to someone, I'm only recently, over the past few years, which has which mm-hmm. been exciting to me, is to be able to, you know, to, you know, be in contact with somebody, being, you know, of course, Nephiri, to celebrate it in a very powerful way. You know what I mean? I like really get into it um, and grow um, um, in, within the principles. Right. But, you know, let's go ahead and. Oh, and thank you for those coming in. We appreciate those yes, who thank have you shared. For my, please share please the video. Please share the so radio. Much. Please share the link. Share the conversation. Continue the conversation. 
Join the conversation. Add your comments. Yeah, sure. We're very interactive. This is a village concept. We've been building this village for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. We understand the concept of building village and the loyalty and the dedication that it takes and the support that it takes to build an applicable, actionable, functional village concept. Right. And so that's even if you follow along what we're talking about right now, even if you want to join in the chat, let us know about, you know, your what, what does unity mean to you? What does Umoja mean to you? What's how are you creating Umoja in the spaces that you're in? Um, things how like that. Share the, join, the com- join the conversation. What does Kwanzaa mean to you? What is, what's your takeaway? Do you, you know agree I mean? with it? Because there we'll, are people we'll, who don't agree with it. Yeah, do you agree? There's some people that don't agree. There's some black people very strong, so don't agree about it by virtue of their own experiences around the the happenings of it, what have you, but just let us know what's up. So just talk to us. Um, we're here we're, for it. We're here for it. We'll, you know, we'll share some comments on you know on the broadcast. Um, join us in the chat. But um, but yes, you were saying about you know the the detachment or the <laughs> attachment of quantum to this one being. <laughs> there it has, goes. Has his begun? I think that might be it. <laughs> um, for the moment. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't learn about Kwanzaa from. <laughs> I guess not. I didn't learn about, excuse me, I didn't learn about Kwanzaa from it being attached to a person. You know why? And probably because the same reason that my my, my, my uh, teachers knew that it was attached to somewhat of a um, sketchy little bit of a situation that is not necessary. That's mm-hmm. when you get into things that don't matter, mm-hmm. right? That's when you get into, because at the end of the day, this entire American experience, and we posted a repost from August, back in August, like everything that we live pretty much is an illusion. Right. Um, nobody talks about the sub-Saharan slave trade. When I've, I've spoken to people, and they've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like Bigfoot. And the, re- and they, they in, they, the way white-centered consciousness works is that it intends for any conversation about slavery in America, period, to soon disappear. Mm-hmm. To the point they're where in the, the process, textbooks, on it, yep. in the textbooks, it's written that migrant workers. It's written that uh, migration. Right. Like these folks just showed up and was like, "Yeah, so y'all got y'all hiring over there." Like I, I That's read, how they write their textbooks I read, I read for the, the youth. I was in Kenya reading the classifiers and heard y'all had some jobs. What's going on with y'all up in America? Like, can I get a ride? No. Can I hit your ride up there in, in, in the Mayflower <laughs> and come through and get some of this work? Like, this is how they have it written in our textbooks for our youth. And these <clears> and so this is a recent textbook, but you can also read an analysis from. James Lowen lies my teacher told me where he talks about in depth and he, he compares 12 textbooks across the United States and how slavery is being presented and there are groups of people that would never allow you to live if you ever try to diminish their circumstance mm-hmm. so when you say you're not African you really making your you putting yourself in a vulnerable situation and our community doesn't really understand how vulnerable we really are because the goal was supposed to be trying to get free right. um, and have your own sovereignty and your own ability to self-govern and create your own destiny. Right. If people feed you, house you, employ you, and educate you, Y'all, we're, listen, and I say we're in a burning bush, and it's not, I'm not saying we're in a burning bush for it to be like, oh my God, shock, shock value. No, it's real. It's not, it's not here for that. People who don't care for your well-being, who have no concept of your wealth, your, 
your contributions to the world's landscape because according to what the world's been taught is that you don't exist and you haven't made any contributions. Now, the Africans from Africa, this is why the world receives Africans. So you really want to understand, I'm going to segue a little bit, digress a little bit, into the conversation right. where, yeah, we're Pan-Africanists. And if you're black, you family. But there is a mechanism at play when Africans from Europe or Africans from Africa enter the spaces where they're front-facing. And the world looks at them because they've separate white center consciousness separated white blackness and Africanness and made it two separate categories. Mm. Um, and they've done that as it always does to create division. Damn. So we get to be strong enough to deal with that and have that be an in-house conversation. Right. In-house conversation as to how we are dealing with it. And not that we are rejecting our brothers and sisters, but that is a vulnerable soft spot for us that we need to address. Mm -hmm. We need to address the fact that while white center consciousness has created two categories for African and black, and it's really one category, but they've created two categories, and guess what? We have begun to manifest two categories in our behavior and actions. So, And it's a soft spot, so we need to address that. The great majority of these actors coming out these days are generally black Africans from Europe. Right. Who've British, been cultured British. and cultivated, British, yeah. and they're 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 taking the position of the brown person, but they don't have black consciousness. Mm -hmm. They don't, and great many of them are learning about this American. Lupita uh, Youngo said that she didn't know she was black until she got to America. She didn't know this thing called black. She didn't know that was so. She didn't know she didn't know she had a race. That's crazy. Until she came to America, that was foreign to her. Absolutely, that's shit. So we want to understand. We talk about the SWOT analysis, and that's something that I talk about. It's called strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. In business, it is a mechanism that's used across the landscape of analysis so that you always know what your position is. Africans, we don't know what our position is because we're asking for stuff that don't matter. We asking for education and jobs. We don't need education and we don't need jobs. We don't need these people to educate us and we don't need these people to give us jobs. We built the world. We traveled the world for eons, and we've been building the world. We need something to feed ourselves in the short term. That's a very short-sighted, maybe a hot minute. When you, when I, and I use the Jewish community as an example because they've reached their experience, and over the next 50 years, they changed the trajectory of their entire community. Easy. 50 years. So you might need a job for now. They didn't even come here with jobs. They came here and started businesses. Open stores. Yeah. Yes, they had a yes, they had a start. Yeah, they had a start. But listen, we created Tulsa, Oklahoma, straight out of straight out of Reconstruction, straight out of shackles, straight out of having the slave catchers trying to get us. We went out there. We created entire communities that were thriving to the point of envy it's for whiteness. Spite of our circumstances. So we don't need these people to really give us nothing. We asking no. for jobs and housing and health care and mental health. We don't need these folks to give us none of that stuff. See, so I try to stretch people and I try to push them further because I really want you to think bigger. Because needing jobs and needing housing and needing mental health support, that's a short-sighted conversation. But if we were taking care of ourselves, we wouldn't need nobody to give us nothing. Exactly. We're not, we're not umoja. That's why we need these people to give us something. Because we are not taking care of each other, period. We're 
not. We're not. And this is and this is why it's a conversation every year. Remember, like we a couple years back, we were talking about the whole blackout, blackout on um, um you know Black Friday, no 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 right. supporting these businesses. But and so many people, so many of our people having this conversation, like, well, what am I gonna buy? How am I gonna what am I gonna get for my black home business? I don't I, I gotta give groceries. I gotta give food. So like you, so that should be a clear indication that, and understanding right. and reflection <laughs> in your me. mind that hold up, this is not right. That I can't even sit and look at my black people and, and find fr- a realize store. I can't go to a grocery store. I feel Feel like I can't because I haven't done enough substantial research right. to find out where that does, that does exist. And you might have you know to hike I mean? a little bit. You might have you, and, you and, might you might have to hike a little bit. You know what I mean? But you also might. you want to look at the process around it because we so become so dependent on on these Euro, Eurocentric. Um, uh, what do you want to call it? Amenities. 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 That have been provided to us that we can't even like when Killer Mike did his thing like on um, his show, but he wanted to, yep. he spent three days. Was it? I think three days. Um, seventy-two hours. Yeah, seventy-two hours trying to only buy and 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 and, and uh, consume black. Everything. And it was a struggle for him. And now and that was a reflection because yes, we have places where we do have certain stuff, but it's also even like the farmers. It was like, well, this is brought by or the no the restaurant. Well, the chickens were raised on farms, not run by black people right or whatever the case may be you know what I mean? when you want to talk about really being staunch in your support of of one nation of africa of, within america of us supporting black owned black built black curated that was a that's a struggle so it's so so yeah, i get the understanding of oh i don't know what to do but we can start it if we would have started so long but so long ago and kept going and pushing for these products to be produced by us then we wouldn't have a problem with this being a conversation. So even in recognizing that, this should be, okay, you know what? Let's start it. I'm not going to say and complain about the fact right. that it's not there. It's time to start it. Because, it. Not, because you're complaining about it, and then another year's passed, and again, you're having the same complaint, and that's a problem. Because a lot can happen in a year. There's businesses that can go up in a year, whether they're online, whether they're a little you know, mom and pop, little storefront. It could be a crevice. But like we, if you're not... In the space of seeing that there's a pro- there's a problem, and you're only in the problem instead of finding yourself a in solution, the solution, then you then you're gonna fall, and you're gonna be like black people ain't got nothing, yeah, because you haven't supported the idea or, or stepped forth in the idea that we can create with the the necessities that we that you may feel we're missing. Well, that's because owners. everybody is falling into this. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you across. No, that's because we we file ourselves in the space that was given to us, right? Which is why when I say things like, hey, most black folks just do what they're told to do. We found ourselves in the spaces that they've given us, which is mean. When I also say to you, and I convict you, and I say we've taken a subordinate posture. Mm-hmm. See, my language is very intentional, very deliberate, and I really want to leave you with something to think about. Yes, we have taken the subordinate posture, and we do what we're told to do, which is why we don't think outside of the box. Right. These folks came here with 50 years. Granted, they had their language, their religion, which they had their culture, and they had knowledge of what they needed to sustain their lifestyle. These, this community of people, Jewish people, no matter which sect of Jew, of Judaism they're practicing, they have a certain, they have a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We have no lifestyle. We have been in crisis management since Reconstruction. And by virtue, even within that, of the country corps, like we create cultures everywhere we go, we create trends everywhere we go. But trends. It's like, but then people, then others get to maximize the value out of it, and then we're left in the dust. And it's called but that's ghetto. That's because we are not taking care of each other. And owning, that's a kujishakalia, owning our identities, uh, naming ourselves and claiming ourselves and claiming everything that we do. Now remember something. That's we did part of this, See, then I got to go back in the history, the, the, the relegate that history conversation. We have, They have the patent office. Mm-hmm. They steal our stuff. 
I don't know if you guys remember. So you know when they came for the goal in our community? All of these pawn shops popped up in the past 10 years. Right after 9-11, pawn shops shot up everywhere. Pawn shops and check cash place shot up a lot of places. And you know what else came after that? You know how else they capitalized on those trends? Pay cards. Cash cards. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're unbanked, right, there's a situation with your functionality within the matrix if you're unbanked. So when certain things happen, when the, when the horn sounds... Certain individuals in certain spaces, they capitalize on it because they're always thinking about what's best for their people, what's best for our longevity. How do we maximize our experience? You know what else showed up? They came in with the pawn shop. They came in with the cash cards. They came in with online, 3 o'clock in the morning, patent your idea. We're going to patent your idea. So now you done gave them. So how? how do, what, what is the matrix based on? Getting something for nothing. They got this country for nothing. They came here and they got something for nothing. So in our society, when we manifest this behavior, get something for nothing, it's a part of our systemic behavior mm-hmm. because it's a part of the space. That is a condition of the space. And America America has gotten something for nothing. So folks run around here talking about how they worked so hard and they had to do what they got to do with already privilege. I'm not talking about a person. America is based on getting something for nothing. So when we behave the way that when we behave that way with each other and we get something for nothing and we walk away and it has never occurred to us that you know something, let me go back and leave an offering. Mm-hmm. Let me go back and leave a love offering. Let me go back and give something because I took something. Right. It never occurs to us. And then some of us get real because I like to call folks out personally because I like to stretch you forward because how else will you be different? We consistently poo poo and. and coddle each other with the foolishness and some of us never recover mm. because we walk away in shame and it just stays <clears throat> that way and as long as you have shame you always have insecurity mm. because you will always be hiding from a ghost right. see but that's contrary to Omoja it's the SWOT analysis it's a soft spot right. this is why I became a solution based thinker so if I can think through whatever the dysfunction is I can solidify and fortify my fort I am the fort I am on the space. I am a revolutionary. I'm moving forward in a trajectory, and I need to fortify myself. What America did on its borders? Created forts. What does America do all over the country, all over the world? Create forts. Create army bases to fortify. Why are they fortifying? Because that's a weak spot. I got to protect my space. So, yes, I'm a solution-based thinker. I need a lot of information so that I can make viable decisions so that I can continue to fortify. Examine the landscape. So I need to keep doing a SWOT analysis. I need to continue to do the, I got to keep flipping it through. And it is a daily function because if you want to fortify, you must continue to do the work. It is what it is. We get to umoja, unity, and fold into one another and lean into each other and strengthen and fortify each other. And that lends itself to Ujima too. To taking on collective responsibility as a people. Yeah, the collective work we get to do together. And that's and of course after identifying ourselves, yes, that's and that's where it gets to fill in the blanks of what is missing in our society right now. Because we want to look at the the landscape of every like everything you spoke about, everything we uphold up mm-hmm. to now, all you know the the holidays and things like that, and, mm-hmm. and other tenants and things that we uphold up to now as Black people within this in this country, mm-hmm. knowing that they they also come from sordid histories of like some real messed up crap. Yeah. But now it's a holiday; it's all fluffy and nice. Um, then we want to really examine the landscape of what we're subscribing to and how we can shift that to subscribing to ourselves full time. 
because there's there is no there is no more time for anything else if we want to talk about changing the landscape of America, changing the landscape of the, of, of the black community instead of it being a blame game of like oh well, black people always do this and that yeah let's stop that let's stop having that conversation we don't want to have that conversation anymore so what do we do how what do we stand in the solution do. how do we stand in the solution instead of constantly standing in the problem how do we ourselves and make ourselves better so that we are va- so that we can add value right how can we add value. No, 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 and don't give your brother a rock that he should stumble. Because just because it sounds good, don't mean it's something good for you to eat. Mm-hmm. Don't mean it's something good for you to share with your people. Right. But see, we want to be able to cultivate our mind space so that we can think outside of the matrix. Mm-hmm. So that we're constantly doing an analysis that would allow us to have access to solutions that will actually lend to our greatest good. Because mm-hmm. a lot of what we do, say, and behave, and these trends that we pick up are not helpful for our people. They're actually distractions. And they're keeping our people off center so that the next one can over here do their three-card Monty and run down on us. And then guess what? We're yet again in crisis mode. And that in and of itself is a war tactic. Keep the people scrambling. Therefore, they can never unify and create their next move. Have we created our next move? We haven't created our next move yet. We even know what that gets to We don't even know what it is. But you know why these folks can spend their money around 30 times in their community before it leaves? Because they know what they need to support their greatest good. They have a collective lifestyle. So anything around that space needs to function as support and enhancement to us living our greatest good. Absolutely. Nothing else comes into the space. Nothing else is more important than making sure that we can all fortify ourselves and continue to live the lifestyle that we feel is honorable in the sight of God. Right. That's the function. That's how they that's how they show up in the world. That's it. That's how other groups show up. Whatever their collectiveness and it's always just generally centered around some religion. Mm-hmm. Religion has a way of filing people in. Giving you a set of behaviors, actions, tenements and keeping you committed to that however they choose to do that. Right. I've seen few religions that I've been involved in, which is why I'm now practicing Buddhist, um, which is what I use as a facilitator, right? This thing facilitates this outcome. This is why I needed this because I did a SWOT analysis and I said, this thing over here, this thing over here wasn't allowing me to do this. I need to be able to do this thing right here. And this doesn't allow me to do that. So therefore, it is no longer needed. I'm going to get rid of what no longer serves me. And I'm going to pick up this thing because now it gives me access to a new task. Mm -hmm. So this is why I tell my people that when we get parked in religion, religion doesn't have the same effect with us community as a unity, unifying effort as it once did. So therefore, it's no longer useful to us. So we need a new set of tenements in order to cut, galvanize ourselves around. Kwanzaa is a viable solution. It's a very viable solution. That unifying agent. You know, Greek culture is a unifying agent for black people. But Greek culture is kind of interesting because it's not necessarily. It it was created um, as a response to being cut out of opportunity. And cut out of groups. So we created our own group and we took the own and we owned it ourselves and we kind of mechanized it for our benefit. However, what it ended up creating 
was more dissent, dissension. Because and either you down or you not down. Right, yeah. It created more classism, more separatism. It did not unify the way that it was supposed to. Right. It's created more further division. So, um, you know, and then on top of that, it also has you committed to a history that doesn't necessarily take you to your Africanness. Right. It's still shuffling papers. It ha- allows you to have that mechanism which plays to the psychology of the group dynamic. It plays to that need for social nurturing and it, it leans into that commitment of the friend relationship and the network relationship and then once they once they tied into your ability to have a better quality of life by making it a mechanism to gain access oh you got everybody signing up for this now but it's better quality of life is, is such a it's also a funny conversation mm-hmm. because it's better quality of life in terms of what and in, in and within what framework you have, but you're looking at a better quality of life within a framework still of this white center consciousness bubble right. that we're still in, and that's where we kind of constantly get, we're we're not in a space as of yet, and this is what the idea of having these conversations is is to get us in a space of constantly taking a step back and looking like oh I have a better a better life and it's like wait better life by whose terms, and how and how do you get it to be under your terms? And see, when looking at this whole thing with, with the with the Kwanzaa and, people, and those mm-hmm. that def- deny it or defy it, as far as like, well, you know, it has X, Y, Z as a part of this history. But like, okay, so that's again living in the problem of like, there's an issue. We, what else do we have available? And if you're not ready to provide a solution of what can be a better follow in some form of whatever purity that people think exists, then there's no sense in having a conversation. Have a conversation about a solution of like, what can we follow then? Um, when you, when you have a set, right. set of principles that is very uh, grounding um, and well, foundational, and how what, what and do how we need to do? Sorry, no. right? What we need to do? What, oh what yeah, set, yeah, some, yeah. Set set of foundations, but what right, do exactly. we want to do? What's the goal? Like exactly. I said, I needed to be able to do this. This facilitated that for me. Exactly. We what need do you to, get we out of as a unity emoja need to be able to do this. We need to be able to spend our money thirty times in our own community without leaving. And understanding why. And, and why? That, and so that, that we can control our food. Who is feeding us? Right. And our children. Big key. Big Who key. is not tinkering with our genetics and tinkering with our um, development, right? And tinkering with our nervous system and our emotions and messing with our chemicals. We don't want that. So we need a mechanism to feed ourselves. We need to spend our money because we also need education, mm-hmm. right? People who, Just not from the structure. People who don't want to see our greatest good, mm-hmm. who is trying to take us from our African heritage, mm-hmm. because we're invested. If we were invested in Africa, the beers couldn't go over there and snatch all of those diamonds out of those mines, right? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to do that. If if we were invested in our country, if we were able to lock arms and hold the line and say, wait, 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 who invited you? Who sent you? Right. Right. See, we need to be able to do that. We need to be able to know who we are and educate ourselves, feed ourselves, clothe ourselves, mm-hmm. and govern ourselves. Self we don't need police officers in here because the police officers are drinking the Kool-Aid. The checks and balances lie within our specific community. It lies within our people. And that means also with the with the treatment of like where the money is coming from. Where's the money coming? Because we get our money in, we get paid, and it goes right back out. You know what I mean? Not in all instances, but like, this is like, yo, I'm going to go spend at this other cultures, other groups, right? Uh, restaurants, have no other respect groups, for you. store, have great, a, majority other groups, of them. great majority have no respect for you. Why? Because they know in the back of their mind how they're spending their money, right? 
By and large, you see Chinese people ain't eating Chinese food. They don't eat that. They don't eat that. Food. Well, not the food they're selling you. They Probably something food. homemade. But they're not selling oh, they you something they're eating you. Some you soup. soup. Most of the time, they soup. And some I vegetables. Like Drinking some tea. Me off. But like, they don't eat that stuff. But it's very, there's very many cultures that are very clear on that. We're still in the space. We're trying to, we're as Black Americans within this space, born and like don't know where the lineage starts and ends and begins and what have you. That that means okay, do the research, do the work, right? Do the work to know who you are. Other than like I'm, I'm Mr. Smith, over on you know, uh, you know, fucking well, East New York Avenue, whatever. Like just like know your worth. No, and there's understand work. where you're coming from. There's work. To, yeah, right. There's work to be there's done. There's work to do. There's work to do, and it's not easy. And guess what? I'm here to tell you that there are no spaces, which I've told you before, because I'm setting you up to win. Right. The spaces inside of the white center consciousness, and I'm a living testimony of it because I live in my consciousness every single day, and I'm telling you, there's not a lot of embrace for it because we don't we don't umoja. we don't create a village where there's safety. Now, if I live within a Muslim community, or I live within an Israelite community, or I live within some other community, I could then say, I could lean in. But I have my own feelings around those types of things, right, around that, yeah. those mechanisms that I needed to be able to give me access to facilitating this thing. And not to say anything, because I don't take things from our people, whatever we're using, let's continue to use it if it continues to work. Right. If it fails to produce, then we want to make new. an assessment. We need to make an assessment because us having our one relationship or doing our one thing is not sufficient for creating a result that allows everyone to have access to this conversation. Mm -hmm. And then it also creates a lot of superiority, which is what I've discovered. It's a lot of superiority. There's one thing that's being said in uh, space right now. Um, Religion has taken more lives than all the wars in all the world, Mm. in the whole world. Mm. Religion. Religion and most religions are based on loving and caring. So where did this whole conversation of killing people come involved with to force them to get on par with your situation? Because it's always been about marketing and profit share. Who's <laughs> your market share? Your market share. If you got folks heretics from the old way still trying to do it the old way and they don't want to take on this new way that I'm going to be taxing, we got to get rid of these old folks mm-hmm. doing this old way stuff because we want this no, new way sir. stuff to take over. And, or, because this is what was going on in Europe, or we're going to go into our communities, into our tribes, and we're going to take over this community here, and we're going to annihilate this entire tribe and kill their men and take their women, and we're going to give them a new religion and language. Or we're going to castrate their men and make them all Enochs, and we're going to take the women and make them slaves, and that who we leave, we're going to make them practice our, so that it makes our space, now that we're invading their space, more comfortable. Folks, we gotta like, we gotta check in with some of this stuff, you know. <laughs> and, and we've been socialized into laziness too. Right. And it's like we're built into a system now that has us, that forces us to be dependent on it, and that doesn't want us to depend on it. And so like now we're in this confused space. So it's like in that instance, it's like okay, well then let's figure out a way to do what we need to do. And that, and that, and, and in cooperative economics, we're looking at that. Like, let's look at what essentials we really need. When you want to talk about um, not just clothing, not just oils, and not just you know shea butters, and not, like right. and scents and things like that. Because everybody can't make like, everybody oils, can't. Come goodness. on, y'all. We can't all make oils and stuff like that. I don't. I don't support consumerism unless it's necessity. And let let it make sense, right? So that means clothing. That means that means actual food. That means if you're growing the food, understanding the foods, understanding the seeds within the foods that you're growing, and and, and whether you, whether you're renting the land or owning the land, 
like make something happen within that, within the education system. How are we educating the youth for the future? Because they're right. the ones that are going to carry on the legacy. Because we're here now. So it's up to us to educate who's, who's, who's coming up next because they'll be the ones to, to, to be the stewards and, and push things forward um, for the rest of for the for the generational cause. The education, the work, how are we employing each other? We have, if you have, if you hit a lick, if you have a leg up in a business, how are we employing each other? How are we setting each other up to win in, in a space of employment, to, to work, to understand what it means to work, good and, and good um, craftsmanship and good um, how to, you know, to, to just be responsible in, in 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 building economic growth within our communities, all these pieces play and a role in relationships. Thank you. Like it's not about ego. Like everybody out here is about ego. When you're about ego, you're about insecurity. And passing on the thing because like a lot of this stuff work is is, is a, a, um, a product of nepotism. I mean, we look at the outside. We're trying to work and like be. Let me let me work and get this job or whatever. I gotta be These Johnny or whatever. I gotta. Do that. And when when we come to our businesses, it's like we gotta do like you know the the, the gladiator round to just get to to one another. But a lot of these things are passed down, generational. So how can we set our kids, our own kids, up to win to to get businesses for the future and then pass it down and have family structures and and platforms that are strong and foundational. Then tell them don't sell. When things Stop get wrong, selling. These things come in an ebb and tide. No when more you look selling. At these communities, these folks were in your these land and your homes. They said, oh, they gentrifying Brooklyn. They're not gentrifying Brooklyn, honey. You gave it away. You sold it. They're not gentrifying Brooklyn. These folks were here already. Because you can't gentrify when they if built, you don't let it. When they built up this community, when they came here and they used to sell Africans on Wall Street, down there on Wall Street, right at the South Street Seaport, when they were selling Africans down at Wall Street, at the South Street Seaport, black folks. Um, before you go down there for your next salsa lesson next summer, um, know that they were selling Africans at the South Street Seaport. Mm -hmm. Before that was happening, they were migrating, and Brooklyn was farmland. Yeah. Okay. And they were black and then, cowboys and right. all that type of stuff. And as they churned over the community and started to industrialize and build these spaces up with, with warehouses, these people were here. Black folks were in the South. Right? Africans, you guys were in the South. And then you came up here to New York. And they came out with the law integrating communities in the housing laws and said you can no longer discriminate on housing laws. And guess what? Even though you were up north, they were still segregating against black folks up north, right here. When that happened, these folks got up out of these communities and they went to the, to the rural areas of Connecticut and... Long Island, etc. This is the system that occurred. So now that they're coming back into these communities because they've leveraged themselves over the past 50, 60 years, 70 years, they've leveraged themselves, they've built out of their communities because, you know, some of them had these, you know, they were out in Queens, nearby Long Island, these Italians, these Irish. Um, they were out that way, and while they was on the streets, they were doing the drug dealing. Like, you want to really understand the systems that unfolded, because all of these things are based in something. Right. Now that they're coming back, they're not gentrifying these communities. They were actually here before you. I mean, not before they stole America and killed right. Indians. <laughs> in those I'm talking about particular in the, in the particular stream of things we talk about over the past 100, 120, 130 years. Okay, over the past 120, 130 years, these white folks were actually in these urban communities that are now urban communities 
right, before you that. got here. You were in the South, and there was a great migration between the 30s and the 70s, where a lot of these Africans from the South came North. Even during, you know, um, even during the slave revolts, etc., and they were trying to get free. It was coming up North. Slowly but surely, they were coming up North. But by and large, these folks were here. You came and dropped down on them by virtue of legality. Now, they're only one or two generations from that time. One or two generations from that time. And these folks have passed their businesses down to their children and told their children not to sell these businesses. Because you walk around, it says established in 1897, mm. established in 1926, established in 1948. We're the black businesses that were established in. Because you know what they did? They'll burn them out. They'll red tape you. They will line their people up. Now, this is when white-centered consciousness happens on the ground. Mm. This is how white-centeredness shows up on the ground. They will red tape your black behind to death. They know they can they can hold you out. They can wait you out because your pocket's not that deep. Because you don't have no emoji. You don't have no backup. You're not fortified. So you're out there and you make it. So they could come and show up and say, hey, we'll pay you X amount of dollars to buy this property. And you will let them have it because they done squeezed you over the past five years with a man's in them, with the tax man, or with the violating your house, or violating your business, or violating your building. And they give you enough fines. Some of these fines are $15,000 for one fine, for one infraction. They got their man's in them and they're working together in their union. This is when white centeredness shows up on the ground as man-on-man combat. And I'm here to tell you, they know exactly what they be doing. And they put the word out. They don't conspire and say, yeah, we don't like these niggas. Some of them do. They don't like these niggas. Some of them do. But the most of them, they don't. Because that's not how their conversation shows up. For them, it's business as usual. Mm. For as I'm concerned, we need to fortify our people. We need to stand for our greatest good. And we don't like these, we don't like their kind in our community. Matter of fact, we take we got a 50-year plan, 15, 20-year plan. We're going to take this whole area of Brooklyn. We got to get the, their kind out of here. And stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. No matter what, stick to the plan. Go down to the city hall office, throw a fit, throw a brick. We don't want their shelters in our community. We don't want their drug addicts, and we don't want their sex offenders in our community because this is how you've been redlined now, that it's illegal to discriminate against you. So what they've decided to do is just price you out. Because we know that your communities were medium income, seventeen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. When I start raising the rent up to fifteen hundred dollars, and you barely making fifteen hundred dollars for the whole month, there's no way you're going to be able to afford it. So you're going to have to move. Right. So strategically, I move you out. It's the same thing as being discriminatory, but it's legal. It's legal, and their court. And this is when white center consciousness happens on the ground with man on man combat, and nobody is setting you up to win. And we're constantly at each other, and we're not we're not in a way of unison to be able to leverage ourselves against things like this and leverage our children in the next generation against this stuff because it's getting ready to be worse. Mm. It's getting ready to be worse because there's a whole nother discriminative, discriminatory body that's actually rallying up right now and building up its steam. It's building up its steam and its power. And in a minute, it's going to be a whole nother discriminatory body out here discriminating against your black ass. So be careful. But you're not ready for that because you signed on for this and you were shuffling papers because it sounds like a nice idea. Right. Now you signed on to somebody else's journey as you have in the past and you never ended up, you never got your needs met up front. 
See, I'm learning that for my personal lesson to get my needs met up front. Because expecting for people to do the right thing and hold their own and show up and, and have and have a heart mm. lies. It's a part of our American system to get something for nothing. It's legal. It's not illegal. So this is what happens over and over again in our spaces. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta stand firm, family. So we, we gotta take what's um not necessarily like selling, but take what's what's available to us in our hands and maximize the value of it because there is value there. So what? So going forward, we like I said, we're looking at this. You know, we're gonna wrap up soon, but you know, looking at Kwanzaa, looking at going forward. If you haven't celebrated, you know, look it up and then share, or you can look at our page. We share different oh. information and about. The there are some. Minutes. There's always Kwanzaa events somewhere in your community. Sorry. <laughs> no, if fine. you're interested, yeah. okay. Um, if you're interested, we wet. go out there, go online in your community. There's always going to be a Kwanzaa event at your local YWCA, um, at a local church, a small community organization, right. church, some, even some churches have Kwanzaa events. Go out there and be in the space. Yeah, because your knowledge starts with with activating Umoja, activating unity, getting in tune, connecting to what's going on in your in your, your local area. Go out Kwanzaa there. is like when it comes to what we have, Kwanzaa is it. So if you're gonna find something in a search, it's not gonna be some extensive page list. You're gonna find no. something right then and, and there. And it's gonna be a small it's gonna be something. outfit. It might but not be a, a huge to do. Right, and that's a but that's a way to engage your community. And in turn, you get to engage probably with other parts of the community you didn't even realize. But that's how you create a mojo. It's it's actually even just bigger than just like Kwanzaa the holiday, Kwanzaa the celebration. It's no. really like what are you gonna do to connect more with your people? How first and foremost, and people who be are with in like minded space. Yes. People who are in a like-minded frequency. Some of them, they don't always have it all together. Because let me tell you, you know, you know, we, we're healing. We're healing. We're working on it. We are healing. And there's some grace and, that gets to but happen. But there is some grace that I get to give my people and that we get to have. Um, sometimes it don't always. It's not, a, it's not a Broadway production. They didn't have a million-dollar budget to produce some of these events. So, you know, give grace. You know, they may have a dining room or kitchen table cloth on the table but so what right you know the point is to be in unity to have it be a spiritual conversation and i've been to some really amazing kwanzaa events and they're yeah, very sure. spiritual Powerful. there's generally some drumming involved Engaging there's some the libations youth, the choreography youth, the dancing yeah. it's they're at schools they're amazing and they're great opportunities to to be in the space and it's good to have that space to cultivate that energy because I'm here to tell you, white centered consciousness is not making a space for you to be black as fuck. No. I'm here to tell you. And they don't want that. It's not a concern of theirs. They don't want that. Because let me tell you, the more blacker you are, the less you can be manipulated. The less you can be taken advantage of. The less people will be able to talk to you however they feel like talking to you. See, I don't say a word. It happens to me all the time. Great example. I'm on the train. Young boy gets on the train with his pants down. And he sees me. I looked at him. I looked away. I happened to look at my head and he looked up and he saw me looking again. I wasn't looking at him, but I was looking at his direction. When he looked up and he caught my eyes, I caught his eyes. Why he turned around and pulled the pants up? I didn't say a word to him. You know. But I was sourcing it. Energy knows. I was sourcing it. I'm like, first of all, you're not 10. Knock it off. Right? And, you know, don't talk about the white girl crazy energy that I get from the from all over the place where I go. Don't, don't, don't. Let's not go there. Because I'm not Becky from down the street. 
But I, but Becky from down the street shouldn't give me fever every time she see me. I haven't said a word to this woman. She all in her feelings. Because I don't envy you. I don't want to be you. I don't want to be like you. And I'm not pandering to you. And I don't think that you're the most amazing thing. You regular. I mean, you you I You regular. regular. I'm going to treat you like you real regular. Because Jane Elliott said that white people, if they didn't have their whiteness, they would have nothing. Mm, white lady. So when you don't show up in awe of their whiteness, they just don't know how to behave. Shout out to Jane Elliott. Shouts out to Jay Elliott for checking, folks. Check in with your mans in them. Tim Wise is another one. Who don't be playing? Don't play no games. He don't play and no that's games. that's a sidebar conversation. That that's what gets to happen in those spaces. Yes. White folk, check white folk. Check your people. Check in with your mans in them. Because we got our work to do. We have to check time. in with our people all day, every day. It's a, it's an ongoing, that's a, that's an ongoing thankless work. <laughs> that gets to happen every single day. Every day. Until we switch up. We got a and lot. then some people you can't not, not, not everybody can be taken on the journey. Nah. That's a clarity too. We would love for that to happen. Yeah. But not everybody's ready to be Leave on that journey. Leave some good man's them at home. Leave him at home. Lord of mercy. What's the dude's name? Jesse Peterson. That get brother. his butt back. His Somebody get Jesse Peterson back. Somebody bop him. Let him go. <laughs> Okay, he's talking about, what he said, thank goodness for slavery Thank goodness for slavery, because, you know, was like we would, as white people, we would have, we would be in loincloths. You know what? I, when, I, when the revolution comes, I want to see him personally in, a, in an alley. Lord of mercy. I want to see him personally in an alley. He's not alone, though. That's the thing. We have many just No, he's not alone. Out there. And I want to see him. Sheriff Clark. Yeah. Another one. Hot mess. Ben Carson, <sighs> hotmess.com. He's getting along to get along. I don't know what happened with him. I don't know what's up with Hopping Bob and why is that so, uh, you know, an appealing position to take. That's just the worst. I don't know. But for those that are willing, those that are open, even if you're scared to have the conversation, which we're clear that does take place, scared to have the conversation because you want to, but you feel like it can, like, you know, you you may not have all the answers. So you may, because that's understandable to be like, I I know this is true, but I just don't know how to articulate it, whatever the case may be. It takes time, but come with us on the journey. We will show you the way. Let us, <laughs> we, let us know and grow together. We family. will go together. You know, what is the African proverb that nobody knows who said it? But if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And go trust together. me, we get to go far together, together. right? Um, and it is a process together to be brother and sister, to let to 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 let go of what we think personally, and like look at the bigger, the macro of our situation. The macro of our situation is is that while globally, yes, we are a majority. We're also a majority that's like has a a, a a mental undertaking and reprogramming that gets to happen. You know, sadly, history we've been outsmarted, but we get to change the landscape once again, people. We didn't get outsmarted. We lived in our nature, and it's not our nature to be mean to people, and what? that's a good thing. Yeah. But we do need we do need a mechanism because we have warriors and we have soldiers. But we do have a mechanism that makes sure that we are able to protect ourselves. Right. And we not waiting for someone to say it's okay for you guys to fortify. Yo, go ahead and refortify yourself yeah. now. And no, you need to turn it on yourself and in your community. And our hierarchy needs to take place. We have the soldiers and everybody that's in place behind that, behind that, for behind a reason. that. For a reason. To, until we get to, like, there has to be, like, many doors, many very heavy set solid doors before we can even get to the core of the power of our community. Right, and we don't have that right now. We have a very, we have a paper thin door right now. We are vulnerable. We are, we are, we are, we have have too many weak spots, hon. We just have too many. We need to fortify. We, we are weak in so many spaces and places. We really need to fortify, and this is why we really got to look at these things that we take to our people, we feed to our people. Yes. And we really want to examine as to whether does it really stand for our greatest good, or are we being played? Yeah. 
We got to do it, family. It's our job, no one else's job, and no one's no going to one give else's. you permission. So you get the whole space, you get to be the source, and you get to be the one to create the outcome. Umoja. I decided that was going to be my reality. I didn't see it. Unity. I didn't see it. So I said, I'm just going to be it. Yeah. I ain't see it in my own family. But I'm just going to go out there in the world and take a position. I don't care what nobody's saying. I'm just going to be Umoja. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be unity. And I ran up against a lot of takers. And somebody said, you know something? If 50 people saying something, it might be some truth to it. Then I had to check in with that. Because that's another slick manipulation that comes out of the matrix. No, people get to be responsible for their own actions. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. If you took, you know you're supposed to give. If you stole, you know you shouldn't have. It is what it is. I don't need to check you. So if 50 people came to me because I was being unity and they decided to steal, is that my fault? No, but that matrix, that sign, if 50 people say something, there must be some truth to it. You're the, you're the common denominator. They would have me believe that I can control other people's behaviors and actions. No, I can control my behaviors and actions and I'm being Umoja. And I'm being unity and community. And I'm being village. If you choose not to, that is your destiny. That is your call. Not mine. Yeah. Family, let's be together. Okay. Let's know and grow together. Let's unity together. Let's so unity again. together. Let's you and our T-Y. You gotta let them know. You and our T-Y. <laughs> that's the unity. So, again, <laughs> um, you know, we speak in these conversations every day. Um, and the idea is that we can activate um, the principles that Kwanzaa... Um, encompasses every day but really just overall about how do we be better to ourselves and to our community right so today's the first day of Kwanzaa and we particularly celebrate Kwanzaa for the principles that lay within um, the foundation of the house yes, um, which is again today being Umoja which is Umoja. unity um, tomorrow we will be Kuji Chagalia which Let's is self self identity self determination right um, what's tomorrow's Friday right whatever Saturday is Ujima, collective work and responsibility to ourselves and to each other, to our brothers yes. and our sisters. Sunday is Ujama, which is cooperative Ujama. economics of spending Ujama. money with each people. Let's go beyond oils, okay? Let's build our brands and, and work together and, and have the money flow within our community. And hairstyle and clothing. Have it flow. Now have stores, have grocery there's stores. There's a place for have, the artisan in our community, but there's also a place for the scientist, the healer, yeah. the medical, the, 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 the doctor, the therapist. There's a place for the geneticist. There's a place for the biochemist, Ooh, yes, the for the architect, for the engineers, for the for the, you know, the what else? What else is out there? We need astronauts. We need who else? Because the folks there. trying to get off this planet because they know they're gonna tear it up. Yeah, we, we need to get some people to get us off this planet too, in case planet they jack it up all together. Uh, what else? Before they do, um, we need <laughs> engineers. We, we need, need everybody. We need everybody. We need everybody. We don't just. Need we need everybody, and we need engineers with a black mind. We, we got. We black got. Black state of mind. We have skincare down pat, y'all. We good. Duh, bro, we got the shape of the conversation. Good. We straight. <laughs> we smelling. We straight on that. We smelling we, good out we, here. We fortified in terms of we ain't nobody gonna be ashy in Armageddon. We, we all gonna have nice moist skin. And smelling good with all the oils. And smelling good with all the oils, and we gonna be adorned nice with our crystals That's and our Sunday. necklaces. Not to not to diminish our creative energy and our artisan. Not to diminish that, but we but really we want to think outside of that. And we also, everybody can't play the drums and be the musician. Right. We can't, everybody can't be the basketball player and the tap dancer. Everybody can't be the comedian and the court jester. Mm-hmm. We need 
everything. We need 100%. We need these folks to have an African mind. Because when you, the more you start getting educated to be a doctor, the longer you have to stay in the space with these folks educating you, mm-hmm. which means that they're getting a hold to your spirit. Right. So it's going to be strong need for you to be fortified in those spaces, holding on to your African mind and heart. That's it. Stay committed. Stay, stay down. committed. Stand in your purpose. That's Nia. That's on Monday. That's purpose. Yeah. What is your purpose when your vocation um, that leads you to have the world be better because you're there? Damn it. Yes. Kumba Tuesday. Kumba. It's the last day of the year. How perfect is that? The last day of the year of the decade. Kumba, your creativity, access and empower your creativity. How are you creatively using what's been what's been imbued mm-hmm. upon you to change the landscape of the world, leave it better than when you found it. And lastly, January first, the yeah. the start of the decade. It's Imani, faith. I'm sorry. <laughs> your faith. So going into the new year, was, 2020, 2020, clear vision, how are you seeing the next decade and beyond? Stand in your faith. Stand in your faith in yourself, in your actions, in your people, in your community, in your, in your, in your religion, in, your, in, in everything, in, in your branding, in, in, your, your, in your cooperative economics. Stand tall and in faith of that going forward into 2020. Exactly. Y'all. So this is Soundbites International Radio. This is this Kwanzaa 2019. Um, if you look and get more involved in your Kwanzaa, look you know, look it up. <laughs> Go on our page, check out the stuff that we share. We'll be sharing the tenants every day, um, so you can get some education on and share it with your friends and family. Um, research, see what you have for yourself. <laughs> Understand Excuse the history, me. make decisions for yourself. For how yes. you choose to move forward. That's all you can do. It's not about bashing or putting <laughs> anything else, but let be. Call you forward, call your people forward. Acknowledge pull and, us forward. and acknowledge and um hold them in love. Hold, hold everybody grace. accountable. Right. Period. Um and let's move forward, y'all. Let's do this. So Soundbites International. Um Who are we playing? Who are we playing? Play our song. You know what time it is. Okay. Peace and blessings, family. Hold it together. Stay committed, stay down. Or stay up. Right. In elevation, always. But you stay committed and stay fortified. Yep. Okay. You already know what it is. Where's Carol? We make sure she's in here. Okay. All Let's right. do it. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness, which makes people ask, who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me, that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. He's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. Handsome chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro. Liverpool high home growth. Living spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. Till the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lies, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty of murder, dirty, dirty service. Little cuz, cock up with a dirty burner. But better. I believe in me a thousand percent.
said, bet I achieve what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist. Killing these niggas with their toxinness. Without a pop of piss or monotonous. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers, couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris Cold face, nigga. Nigga, they're wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. Lame all day long. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power of the fuck nigga I some people might say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to accept setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shit paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact the color of gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat on my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena. Inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers. The guards and the believers do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say. I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Brody, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Turn up, turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am.